migrants crossing the Med likened them to cockroaches. I said that and I stand by it. They're going to come for your home with lawfare. They're going to come for your head, a couple of jihadis. They're going to come for you. They're going to come for you. Because I don't think I've got anything to hide. Just unapologetically me. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hello and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. It's producer Harry again. Uh, Rob has leveraged me out to do the introduction for this episode. Now, this is going to be a short introduction, but this is without a doubt probably the most controversial episode we've ever done with the most controversial guest we've ever been with. So this episode is with Katie Hopkins. So I'm sure uh, many of you are familiar, but for those of you who don't know who she is, she's like a media personality in the UK and she has some very controversial views on from politics to immigration to all sorts of stuff like that. Now, we've received a lot of criticism from our community for taking on this interview. However, Rob explained in the last episode, which came out a few days ago, I would listen to that episode first. That episode sets the scene and explains all the reasons why. What happened is, is that as soon as um, Katie and Rob were in the room, we recorded straight away. So the first five minutes is the preamble before the interview officially kind of starts. So you can just kind of take everything in, make up your own mind. Um, you're going to see Katie as you've never heard her before and also Rob. So over with the long introduction, let's just get straight on to the interview with Katie Hopkins. And remember... If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Hi, Katie. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. And you too. Are you Thanks good? for doing this. That's a pleasure. No problem. Yeah, great. No worries at all. How was mm. Peterborough? Sunny. Peterborough is just how Peterborough is. Shitty That's where Peterborough. I live. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Is it I wasn't either? born there, so I can. Like, well, I was born in North Devon, so like yeah. I've got nothing to write yeah, home yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It's all right. The good thing about Peterborough is it's got a little of everything. But it's like London is quite full on sometimes, isn't it? Really full on. Yeah, sometimes yes. you just want to leave. Go for it. Don't be shy. Yeah. Get unzipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I felt like a right retard walking down the street in this. <laughs> I was suddenly realised I'd probably quite jet lagged and that I hadn't hadn't blended in quite as hopefully yeah. as I might. What were you doing in LA? Um, so Trump, Trump type stuff. So big sort of conservative groups, lots of his, so there's lots of, um, I'm just checking this turned off, there's lots of different um, kind of subgroups, I suppose you'd say, that are obviously supporting Trump and campaigning, but are actually, it's cleverly done. Yeah. So there's a really hot gay guy called Brandon, and he has a movement called Walk Away. And it's basically encouraging people who always thought they needed to vote conserv um, Democrat to realise you don't have to. There's, you could do what you wanted. People do, conservatives do like gay people. It's quite fun over here. So we're working with people like that. So we're trying to just move the, you know, there's specific groups Trump needs if he's going to win. So yeah. we're trying to move those. Yeah. Wow. Like that. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. What's your background anyway, apart from coming from Peterborough and sitting 
So I was, really I was an artist until 25, <laughs> like really um, struggling. Like what sort of artist? Like the more it... fucked up, the better. I'd, I'd put graffiti on my house as installations and wait, stuff wait, wait, like wait, that. Wait, wait. So large scale stuff? Well, large scale work in a yeah. small scale success. Yeah. No, that sounds fucking Peterborough. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, so, so has your house still got graffiti on it? No, but I, I, am, I am a case study for the local council on what breaks planning law or not. Did they go shitbags? Yeah. Yeah, they, they threatened me and everything. And I kept it up for ages because I wrote a poem about killing cats because at the time I was having a bit of an... Didn't really like cats. So I wrote a little parody. About cats. Irony of, about cats. But I made it look like graffiti on my house. Yes. So like all the way up the top and on the front, which was rendered, I sort of painted it brick colour and then all down the side, I did it in like white graffiti paint all over the windows and everything. And so people, did, people are like, is this art? Some people thought, no, his house has been graffitied. But... His house has been vandalized. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and then when they found out it was a piece of art and I was a local artist, they went batshit crazy. And did anybody like it? So yeah, did you yeah. Have... Like, and I didn't mean like, did anybody like it? I didn't mean it like that. No, I mean, no, you mean. I'm, a lot of people, people would like it. it. Yeah. But did anybody back you? So did anybody yeah. in yeah. positions of power say, actually, this is a good yeah. thing? Yeah. So all over the local papers for probably six months, there was, there was like everyone writing in, this is art. No, this is evil. Oh. Women would write in going, I saw him. Sh One woman said that she saw me hiding in my bush. You're shooting, shooting cats. at cats, yeah. And, well, um, they say I shoot migrants. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have similar issues, yeah. Um, so in the end, like my dad had a pub next door and the brewery threatened to pull his license. Because and, of that? It, yeah, because of your dad? It, yeah. And let, How old are you, though? I was 25. Yeah, so like I know. you're like a proper person. I know, you're I know. But they, they, they basically said, get your son to get rid of it or we're going to revoke your license for the pub. And that was my dad's livelihood. So what'd you do? Got rid of it. How'd you get but rid I of it? I fought for ages. It was quite embarrassing because I had to like scrub, scrub the shit off. It took me like... On your own? Yeah. With like a power yeah. washer? Not even. Just was, in your pants? Yeah, pretty much. Just in your Doing speedos? That. Yeah. <laughs> Are you married? As in family? As in, are you married? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was like, a simple question. It's quite it? yeah. simple. It's not supposed to be you interviewing me. <laughs> I'm married with two kids. Right. Um, my son is eight and my daughter's five. Yeah, don't work the machine. Yeah, and your kids are how old? They go 15, 14 and 10. You were busy. You were busy. Well, I had this Have you seen gremlins when they put water on them? <laughs> it's <and> similar. <laughs> I thought if I, because I was just going to have two, and I thought, well, if I do that back to back and get straight on the bike, if that's the term. Yeah. Or, or whatever, get off the bike. Get yeah. off the bike. Yeah. If I do the back to back, I can get back to work, yeah. back on. And was but retrospectively that, that, that life plan wasn't quite, no. you know, the ultimate life well, plan. Kids just disrupt life plans, don't they? <laughs> yeah. You're like, what can you do? Is there anything you're promoting at the moment? Burka. No. Okay. Trump. Trump. Boris. Whoa. Britain. Okay. Hmm. All right. I said to myself, this wouldn't get political. I'm did you think about doing this before now? What, the questions? Mm. Yeah, um, I know a slight hint of sarcasm in there. Um, yeah, look, we've prepared all these, mm. but then as we talk, things... Yeah. yeah, so should we crack on? Yeah, yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Feedback noted. <laughs> Katie, thanks for doing the podcast. That's my pleasure. We were chatting before, uh, and I always like to ask all my guests, is there anything you don't like to talk about? And you said, nothing. Um, <laughs> And I regret that later, no, we'll, right? We'll see. Um, but you said that um, not needing to be liked is useful. 
Mm. What did you mean by that? What do you mean not needing to be liked is useful? I think most people, particularly people in the public eye, would like to be liked or want to be liked. Yeah. And I don't feel that way. So not, I don't mind if I am liked or not liked. That's all, both those options are totally fine. Yeah. And so all I'm really going to be doing is saying what I think. Right. And I guess that's why I say to you, you can ask anything you want, because I don't think I've got anything to hide. I don't think I've got any secrets. And so people always blame the edit or they blame the interviewer or they blame the something when it doesn't turn out how they want. Mm. Whereas my view is, well, they didn't say stuff you didn't say. You said that stuff. And yeah. so, so that's all. I'm just unapologetically me. Mm. So you, and let me get my head around this, because I'm not like this. I do need to be liked. And, and I think sometimes that's good. It is good. Because then you care for people. Yeah. Um, but I'm always fascinated by people who maybe have a less of a need to be liked than many people. So you genuinely don't have any need to be liked. Don't need to be liked or don't ask people to like me or don't try and create an idea of something so that people would like me. Right. You know, so, okay, you know how you can get people to like you. It's super easy. You just pretend to love everything, pretend mm. to be massively accepting of everything, say that everything's great, say you're terribly worried about the climate, say you're really keen to be a vegan, say that, you know, it's great that all police cards are LGBTQ'd up to the nines, uh, love a migrant, whatever. I know all the right things to say that make mm. you loved. They're just not any views that I happen to hold. Yeah. And it turns out, of course if you're just honest about what you think you won't get like maybe 50 percent of people might properly hate you mm. but then there's a good amount of people who properly are warming to you because there's not many other people out there being really honest and being prepared to be kind of hated for it i guess yeah. but i i quite i see i think the other thing of you when you say i do quite need to be liked you see i find that quite honest mm. because not many people would say I quite like to be liked because yeah, people true. like to pretend, oh, it doesn't matter what they say, but they don't mean that. No. Whereas you're just a bit more honest about the fact you'd quite like to be liked. Yeah, I've never really thought of it like that. It's true. Yeah. Because people say when they get called names, they say, well, like, it's just water for ducks back. Yeah. Water. When, they don't when mean it's not, that. no, it, it's mean, not. It, hurt, it hurts them. Yeah. It hurts them. And it's the opposite of water for ducks back. And I, I say as well, when people do things to me, maybe report my kids to social services, whatever, it's not, you can't say, oh, it's water off a duck's back. I'm so tough. I'm such a big bitch. It's not like that at all. You have to mm. process the fact that that does hurt. You have to process the fact that someone's trying to take your kids away from you because of your political views. Yeah. And then you have to be able to put it in a box and move forward. Mm. But it's all a process that. Sure. So it's a similar thing to you wanting to be like to me, not minding that I'm not liked. Yeah. We still go through a process of trying to reconcile with what people think of us. Mm. So it's never been a thing for you needing to be liked just never been a thing I'm fascinated by because when I was a kid I was really overweight and so uh, I didn't really get picked well I got picked last for the, so sports. the sports team that was harsh in the day yeah, wasn't it? it gets worse it gets worse by the way speedos should be banned for kids <laughs> swimming it's, I mean, there you go you can see it right now and what I, was your I, nickname um because we used to be brutal you're not you don't want to say it but we were brutal with nicknames, so it was like Tubbs or Fatty Eddie or whatever. Yeah. Those nicknames were harsher back in the day. Yeah, yeah all So you those. had all of that? Yeah, all of those. What nickname did they call you? Um, yeah, it would be like Fat Fuck. Um, more roles than a bakery, which is actually quite funny um, for seven or eight or nine-year-old kids to come though. up with. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, the worst was Showers. 
So you play rugby, you have to have showers. And I used to pretend, I used to go and wash my knees in the sink and pretend I'd had a shower because I didn't want to get in the shower with all the no. other kids when I'm like, because I was the fattest kid in school. And the thing is, when you're the second fattest kid in school, no one goes at you. Everyone goes at the fattest kid in school. Yes, yes. And I was the fattest kid in school. Oh. Um, and so I'd wait to get in the showers at the end and wait, like pretend to get changed really slowly. Then all, all the kids would figure it out. I'd get in the showers, I'd go and hide in the corner and all the stuff like maggot, dick and all this kind of stuff would, you know, come out. Um, and what that built in me was like, I, I, I wanted to be noticed by people. I wanted to be respected. I wanted to be loved. Um, and, and over time, that's not quite as needy, but that's what created that need to be liked, accepted, loved, respected, admired, noticed, whatever in me. Because you've I'm, got a proper battering yeah, school. Yeah. And so I'm fascinated by what has created uh, the opposite in you. And, and I'll go there. Yeah. But just um, so in terms of you being this big kid. By the way, I haven't got a maggot. Oh, you just, did it. You know, I didn't no. even... No, I, I said it for everyone else, not for you. Yeah, no, that hadn't <laughs> held my attention, but it might yeah, have helped yeah, someone yeah, else's, yeah, yeah. so that's good my to My wife's clarify. happy, I'm just saying. Yeah, just, well, you've got kids, right? Uh, yeah. So it functions. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're also saying. No, no my wife's good. But it's upsetting. <laughs> it's still upsetting to hear what kids, because, you know, kids are evil at school. And this is true today, mm. every day. For some kid now, he or she has got the same thing you had mm. every day yeah. when they wake up and they don't want to go. And I think that's, I hate that. Mm. I also hate the fact that you were fat and were allowed to get fat. Like, what were your parents doing? Why were you the fattest kid? Well, like, so that's it. I'm like, I, like, I want to yeah. go and kill people. I can people, tell you why. Because my mum and dad were so busy in pubs. Uh, we lived upstairs and it was basically like, go and drink coke, go and get what you want. I was on my own. And then I built like a, you know, at the time, but you like sugar. And then mum and dad, mum and dad tried to get a handle on it, but I go and sneak in the cupboards and eat a whole You're thing of Jaffa cakes it, and all of that. Exactly. So definitely not on them. Um, because when I see fat kids I look at those parents and I do want to say something like every time mm. on holiday this holiday when I see massive kids I do and the kid the parents are usually chubbers yeah you want to say what are you doing yeah because that is the result it's yeah. the bullied kid at school is, is there not part of you that thinks though it's just their business it's their no, life no no you can't not on the if you thing. think it you have to say it no no I don't, I don't say it because I respect they're on holiday and right. they, I don't want to upset them on but their holiday. you don't holiday. mind it on your Twitter in front of 900,000 people? I don't mind putting on a million people. Oh, sorry. I don't, <laughs> mind, um, I don't mind putting on four nine stone. Inches. If that's how we're doing it, nine inches. If I don't mind putting on four stone and losing it again to prove fat people yeah, are lazy. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. That's pretty, that's not just putting it on okay. Twitter, is it? No, it's no, It's a bit more not. invested. But let me chuck, let's go there and then back. So, um... I would argue it's easier for you to put on four stone and lose four stone because you're coming from someone who knows how to be slim and you haven't got all those addictions because usually people are over fat because of sugar addiction, need to be loved addiction, pain you're addiction, right. all that kind of stuff. I know because I've been there. You didn't, you didn't have that. You, you went from skinny person who's never been fat, made yourself fat, made yourself skinny, but you basically went from who you are to someone else back to who you are. But all these people who are overweight, they didn't start from... No, You've got all that baggage going no, on. No, but what you're missing in your in your analysis is imagine being a skinny person all your life and then trying to be a chub. I can tell you for someone like me, putting on four stone, I'm not asking for sympathy. Yeah. I asked to do it. I said I'd do it. I mm. did it. Putting on four stone when you're a whippet is no easy task. No. That is pro I would have given up for sure. And I don't give up on stuff. I'd have given up for sure if there hadn't been a TV bloody Ooh. series going on behind this. I'd have quit because trying to force feed yourself. But you're choosing to do that, aren't you? 
This is why I said no sympathy yeah. for me. But your thing about oh you're skinny, so it's easy for you to be skinny. Yes, it is. Mm. It is not easy for me to be fat, but I still did it. But to it's easier to easier for you to get skinny again, though. Yeah, except if you do that without needing a personal trainer like some of us might need, without needing a special gym, without needing to spend anything, with only doing it with a pair of sneakers and by walking, I think you're setting a fairly strong example of what can be mm. achieved if you don't want to be tubs and yeah. you haven't got em- or you're able to process emotional issues. Yeah. But I think oh, my point, my point rather being, uh, there's been a lot of my life where people say you're lucky to be skinny. And I would always think, nah. No one's lucky to be anything. Yeah, and also, well, mostly just um, a lot of people are fat because they eat too much. Now, there's a whole world of reasons why that is, but the fundamental point is you eat too much. Mm. And I think we need to get to a level of honesty about that. Yeah. Even because even if people say, well, I'm on medication. Mm. Well, yeah, sure, but you still eat too much. Yeah. Is that is that's all that the conversation I was trying to start yeah. really? Well, I thought that was brilliant, by the way. Um, and those kind of challenges excite me. I guess what I'm trying to say, and I'm not being provocative here, but I just kind of say I'm not sure it's an accurate split test because what you couldn't, given you, given you, no, given or well, given you all the baggage and the emotional pain that overweight people have had, and then doing it, maybe that would have been harder. Yeah, no, I, I think you're missing the point. Not many people have done it because it's bloody hard to do. You try, you go around and ask some women how they would feel about putting on becoming a tubs. That's not easy to do. And the risk that you take is that you don't know it's definitely going to come off the way you want it to. Every person in medicine or science or Harley Street where they had me being supervised says, don't do it. It's a risk. Why would you do that? No woman will voluntarily put on weight for any reason. So actually, it does break through a lot more things than perhaps you're seeing. Yeah. Because women spend their lives permanently on a diet. Imagine being that woman that goes, I'm going to stick on four stone. Yeah. Yeah. You spend your life on a diet. Yeah, I'm absolutely paranoid. I've been paranoid about getting fat since I was 12 years old when I lost all the weight. But do you walk? Do you set a target for how far you're going to walk a day? No. I just know that if I get tight in a 34-inch waist, I'm normally about 32. And if I get to my... Because I have two wardrobes, a 32 and a 34. Do you? Yeah, I do. And if I get to 34 and it's tight, all the pain comes back from when I was a kid. Challenges down the gym, running all the time, loads of weight. And I sort of oscillate between yeah, you're 77 like a- and 83. I've got a lot of baggage around this. And I, I, you have. I didn't think this podcast was going to go this way, but it's cool. Um, it doesn't but, have to go but that, No, no, you're right about that. But my baggage has not gone away. No, like, I, I lost. That. I mean, I lost the weight because I wanted to be noticed by girls and I didn't want to be called you know, a fat fucker Tubs. anymore. And I wanted to be able to get in the showers like all the other normal kids. And as soon as I was old enough where I could, okay, I can... Break I, out of that. Yeah, well, I, I just figured out. You don't eat food, you lose weight. And it was about 12 years old. I had a big motivation because I moved from one school to another. And all the kids in the senior school were like, you fat fucker, when you come to senior school, we're kicking we're the shit out of you. you. So I begged my mum and dad to move me private school. They did. And I lost all the weight. I drank eight cans of Diet Coke a day. Because when you're a kid and you see Diet Coke, you think drink Diet Coke, lose weight. If you drink di- eight cans of Diet Coke a day and you don't eat any food, it fucking works. <laughs> you lose weight, but of course it's not healthy. It's ne- that has never gone away. Never. And it, I, it will never go away. It's who I, I am now. I see that. I it's see who that. I am. And it'll be something like... hardwired in. Yeah. But it, but it has an upside... Ben- it has an equally upside benefit. Because I care about people because of what I didn't get when I was younger. I care about my clients. I want to make people happy because I didn't have it. Yes, and it's a, uh, there's a similar thing I have with many people who maybe 
did like Fat Story or watched it or decided to do some steps or do the, mm. you know, we were doing marching in the ab breaks. We were doing walking up and down your stairs because yeah. the point was you didn't have to spend any money. That was yes, the key right. to this whole thing. Otherwise, it's pointless. Because yeah, that's procrastination, isn't it? If you've, got to, if you've got to spend money to lose weight, it's yeah. not going to help someone who's got three kids and no time. No. So my point is this sense of finding a happiness by losing weight. I don't care who's fat. I don't care if you want to be the fattest person on the planet, never leave your house and whatever. But the knowing the joy of people who lose weight and find a new life and find that it's brilliant for themselves and now suddenly they feel confident and now suddenly they can go, because a lot of women get, or, and men get to the front door of their house, hold the door handle, but can't bring themselves to leave the house because they feel horrible. And I think that, mm. that the, the imprisoning of yourself with food is a massive national tragedy, but we're not allowed to speak about it because we don't want to offend fat people. Yeah. And I think there must be a way to break through that. My way might not be everyone's way, but there must be other people like you who can help people break Full through it. Full personal responsibility. I yeah, believe. but you also, the hurt that it caused you, and still, you can still tap into that. Now. Yeah, I was quite lucky that it caused me so much hurt, because it got me to the point where I actually did something about it. If it had caused me mild hurt, I and probably wouldn't have changed anything. about the kids now, that yeah. are being protected and cushioned, and you can't have that protein shake poster up, because she looks too hot. You can have this tubs, though, because, woohoo, you know, we're all beautiful on the inside. It worries me that we are over-cushioning people. Mm. Mm. Is all my thing right. on the fat thing. Going back to the question you yeah, asked exactly. me 24 hours ago. Thank you. No worries. Um, yeah. You asked why I don't need to be light. That was where we were. Yeah. And and did that come from anywhere? Or, or do you just not know what it's like to be someone like me who has that need? Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm fascinated. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to have that need, I suppose. But I need it somewhere. Like I have my mum and dad still, which is really lucky. Mm. Um, and I'm scared of losing my mum and dad. Yeah. And and my girlfriend's mum actually is going into hospice today. And I've spent the morning thinking, that's going to be me one day taking my mum. Yeah. And I can't deal with that at all, part no. yeah. I need to be loved by my children and my husband. And I need to be loved by maybe a few people that are really close to me. But I do really hear and appreciate people that tell me I'm doing a good job. And I see that. But in terms of walking down the street, knowing that if someone does recognise me, they might hate me. I don't mind that, actually. Mm. And I actually think a lot of people, because um, I came into this taking a risk just because um, like I put one post out in my community, there were 700 comments on interviewing you. And of course, a lot of people are like, she's this, she's that, she's the other, don't do it. Well, they, they will attack you for speaking to me. I think this is something that does need explaining. Yeah. You, you know, um, you, you may be explaining that if you say you're going to speak to me, yeah. you'll be attacked yeah. for speaking to me. Yeah, which, by the way, I don't care about. I, ironic, I care about what people think, but I don't care about that because no. that's a principle of mine. Yes, but yeah. people are attacking you because they're saying don't give her... I wouldn't say attacking. That's not fair because you've probably had that worse than me. But they're saying I'm disappointed in you, Rob, or you shouldn't do that, or you, know, you shouldn't be giving her the platform. Because? Because they perceive you... To be someone who is too extreme, perhaps. I'm, yeah, I'm being a bit no, no. polite here. But Don't be yeah. polite. Yeah. You just hit it with what They've they used say. words like vile, she's disgusting. Vile, she's which, a racist, yeah. she's a whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason I decided to overrule what they said was because I don't think they know you. I think they judge what they read in the media. Which is an element of me and I have yeah. to be responsible for. Yeah. Because they didn't get that impression from nowhere. No. 
they got it from stuff I've said. Yeah. That then which has, you own, you take which response. I yeah. have to. Yeah. No one edited that out of my mouth. No. I said it. Yeah. Uh, migrants crossing the med likened them to cockroaches. I said that. Yeah. And I stand by it. But my point is, so if that is vile to them, yeah. then that's a truth of me. Yeah. So in a way, they're being honest with you. I yeah. do think it's an interesting thing in this country, particularly, how this need to shut people down is for them almost, that's their battle. They want it silenced and then they feel better. If you'd said, oh, all right, Steve, no worries. I definitely won't do that. Say it was called Steve. Yeah. They'd have felt better about themselves because yeah. they'd managed to manipulate Some element of control. You. Yeah. Which is ironic because that's yeah. probably what they're almost standing against. Exactly. Yeah. They want to feel that you, they mattered more to you and that you'd listen more to them. They could control you a bit. And I suppose my thing is always, you're doing this podcast, I guess they could just not listen. Yeah, which some mm. of them said, I Choice. just won't listen. Some no of drama. them have said, I'll listen to your next one and not this one. No but drama. But I wanted to challenge them because, like, I've always believed you judge people on your experience with them. Mm. And, you know, I'm fortunate enough to know some really cool people and some very famous people, and they're often not how they are perceived in the media. And for me, the greatest thing in life, or one of them, is to meet interesting people and have interesting conversations and get mm. to know them yourself and to judge for yourself. Mm. And I was gobsmacked at how many people I could, I could, they could vicariously do that with me, through me to you. So they didn't even have to take the risk. They could <laughs> vicariously get to know you on, on the safety of the internet through me as the mouthpiece. I know. And yet some people still rejected that. And it's a strange thing. It's almost as if they, so when people say things you disagree with, right? The, a really good way of distancing yourself from that or, or making yourself not have to deal with what they're saying is to make them a monster. So you make Katie Hopkins a monster, believe she's a monster, she's a cow, she's vile, she's this, that. Then you can say, well, now I don't have to listen to anything she says because she's a monster. And actually with me in the mainstream, that worked for many, many years. People just accepted she's a monster, we'll ignore her, whatever, she'll go away. And I haven't gone away. And I guess I'm not actually a lunatic screaming at the rain naked, although that could happen one day and I'll sounds quite, quite enjoy fun. it. Yeah. That's quite a laugh. Yeah. I was just like, mm, that sounds quite fun. Yeah. But... Um, well, I think what happens is people, when they meet you often, they, they well, first of all, people are like, you're really small because monsters are supposed to of be course, big yeah. and hairy. I'm quite hairy, but like not too hairy, yeah. shaved. Yeah. And so you're not as big a monster as they want. And then it's really hard for them because they need you to be a monster for the stuff you say to be ignorable. Because yeah. if you're just this regular mum with three kids who's quite normal and does normal stuff like goes over the spa when you've run out of bread and milk like yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh it's challenging them because they normal you've got people these don't views. normal people don't say and do what you do on Twitter though, do they? So No, or you can't be public. that normal. No, but like normal as in I'm very regular compared to the monster that you're supposed to right, believe is yeah. like right. down the street yeah. like something. But then everyone egg. is. Yeah, everyone that's so is. true. It's true. And I think um I think I'm not trying to persuade people I'm not a monster either. I'm fine that they think I am. Mm. People imagine that people come up to me in the street and go, I hate you, yeah. you're a cow or hit me or something. And that the opposite is true because, of course, people that are cross with you self-censor in the street, don't they? No one's going to come up and go, Brr. well, they're probably not. Yeah. So the, you get the opposite. You just get the people who think you're all right. Mm. You know, you get the cabbies going, oh, yeah. Keep going. Mm. I never know the right response. Yeah, I do this really knobby. Yes, mate. I do that. Yeah. I did it the other day. Someone went, keep going, cold Katie. And I sort of went, <laughs> and I was like, what was that? <laughs> I was like, oh. So I just stood in the street like, that was tragic. I definitely need a better response to. Go on, Hopkins. I like that. 
the horns. You did that early when you were sat on the chair weird. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I am kind of weird, but like I, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a closet metaler. I like a bit of. Um, this is an homage that- to Metallica. This is. This is an homage to being a woman. Love it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank if you. If I do that, that's not going to work. Yeah, but if you went like that, yeah, but if that, went, would, that would pattern her up, wouldn't natural. it? Yeah. <laughs> what, in my pearl yeah, earring? But, but that yeah. is, that's natural, is it? <laughs> no, this. Yeah, so is that no, natural? No, but, okay, I'm really going to try for this. Do it. But if I do that, what if everyone, but what if I cock it up and then do like this? Well, they do, do their music videos, don't they? So, yeah, do that. Give it a try. I'll cock it up. I'll probably do that. Yeah, don't do that. So, okay, so I need a response, basically. The thing we need to, the challenge I need to have answer Have your is, thing. <laughs> I need like, the, to... like the Queen's wave, have your oh, thing. Yeah. I know, mean, I'll just keep doing this. Uh, all right, then. <laughs> Maybe that's your thing now. <laughs> so anyway, the monster yeah. is less of a monster and there's supporters, but people don't generally come up and twat me one in the street, yeah. which is what people imagine happens. Yeah, yeah. And which it, is cool. Yeah. It's funny because um, when I went to see David Icke, um, no comparison because you're him, you're you, and he's him. But he's someone else who is quite polarizing, and yeah. quite a lot of people really like him, and quite a lot of people really hate him. Don't like him. Um, but he said people used to come up to him all the street. Uh, up, people used to come up to him all the time in the street, shouting at him, pointing at him, laughing at him. So he did get that. Why do you I think you why? don't, and he did? Is it a woman thing? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Is it because people are a bit more scared of me than David Icke? Probably. Yeah, maybe. They're probably going to think they're going to get... Because David's not known for giving it loads back. Yeah. Whereas they probably imagine I might humiliate them in the street, which I probably would. Yeah. So you probably aren't going to mess with me. Like on Twitter, people see that, you know, occasionally I'll take the odd guy who said like uh, a Muslim yesterday who said he was going to come and put his cock in my mouth. You know, I will take those people down on Mm. Twitter. Yeah. So I suppose that's going to put you off coming up to me in the street trying that. Yeah. And he probably wouldn't down. say that. In the street? No. Well, walk up to me, I'm going to put my cock in yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try? Yeah, no, I'd be, I'd be so up for someone doing that. Yeah. yeah. I do like that stuff. You know, look, well, I do. Yeah. When right. people <laughs> just super me, no, not having like cock in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Although, but anyway, my point being, I like people that I really like that on Twitter because it's funny. Yeah. Because you can use them to highlight that they're not probably going to get one over on you in any kind of language mm. sense, because yeah. I'm quite useful with it. Mm. Okay, <laughs> cool. Let's have a bit of a pivot, a bit of a change of tact. How has your life changed since The Apprentice? I, so The Apprentice must be a billion years ago, like uh, yeah. 15 years ago, I don't know, long time ago. Was it 01, I think? I looked. God knows. Yeah, it's 18 And years it kind ago. of feels like a little segment of life. So before that, I was army, went through university, went to the Royal Military Academy, Sandhurst, Intelligence yeah. Corps, supposed to be in the army for 35 years, right? Yeah. And then was in business because I had to leave the military because I'm epileptic. When you say in business, what? So I went to New York, worked for a big management consultancy and went right. in using military principles and applying them to business, which yeah. works really well. Five years in New York, came back from New York, had a couple of kids. And I thought, you know what I'll do? I will apply to do The Apprentice. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. But The American Apprentice, quite different to the UK Apprentice. Yeah. Lord Sugar, very short, nipple height, very disappointing. And then from a camera lens perspective, if you're the camera, this is Lord Sugar. So he has to be there. And I'm now back in eight rooms away because the camera has to make him look big. Right. So like craziness going on in terms yeah, I've, of... I've, I've met Lord Sugar. All so, that. Yeah, a small yeah. man. Yeah. I'm sure you love him. Um, anyway. Sharp and shrewd. Do you think? I found. Did yeah, you? Yeah. I never spoke one word to him. So really? I wouldn't know. Wow. Apprentices don't. Yeah. 
and we don't have the luxury of speaking to him. Anyway, so I guess for me, The Apprentice was like a small moment, whereas other things were much bigger, like going through Santa's mm. or doing any of the things that mattered to me. Hence me getting to the end of The Apprentice and yeah. then telling him to do one. But you could argue it was a big pivot in your career, couldn't you? Well, yeah, in terms of going from business to media. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And at that time, The Apprentice wasn't a place where people went to try to have a media career. It was yeah. like a business type yeah. show. I mean, of course, it was contrived and whatever, but it was more business. I thought I'd come out somewhere near the middle looking like a fairly smart kid. Yeah. So it wasn't a play. It wasn't a career move. Back then, yeah, it wasn't really. But I know that's how it works now and Bake Off and all the rest of the yeah. same. But no, then it was about a change of tack. My husband had just left me. I just had, a, I got left in the maternity unit with my second Bloody kid. Hell. He ran off with the secretary. I can understand that now. But, um, and so I needed to completely why can, sorry, change why things can you up. Why can you understand <laughs> well, that? Because it's a long time ago now. And I kind of, um, I've, I'm over that. It took yeah. a while. But he left with the sex. She was young. She was really attractive. And I had had two kids straight off the bat. And also I stole my husband from someone else. So if you do steal someone's husband, what goes around comes around, surely, eventually. Mm. Maybe not. Anyway, he left. And so I needed to change it up for right. the family. I needed to make things work for the girls. And so I went on The Apprentice. Yeah. So come to the story after. So you just said what goes around comes around. Mm. So do you ever think about that, about, you know, the polarising stuff you put out on social media? What, like karma? Yeah. Mm. Well, you mentioned it. It's not in my notes. It's not a question. But yeah, what goes around comes around. Mm. Do you ever think about that with what you do in the media? Um... Well, in the sense that because I'm honest and true in the media, I have a lot of supporters. Mm. So probably the opposite to what you think in terms of, do I ever worry that karma means, well, probably I, one day I will get cancer and then people will say it's karma. Right, and that will yeah. be quite annoying to me because, because it will life, just be that karma. I got cancer. Yeah, yeah. So, but when you say, you're, sorry, just quite, sorry. No, it's so fine. Yeah, when it's you your podcast. Thank you. Um, when you say, but you're quite honest, but no one thinks they're dishonest, do they? No one says, hey, I'm, I'm a fucking liar. No one, everyone thinks they're honest. Yes. And, and that's where I go to, we all have truths, right? Yeah. And my truth on something might be on the same subject. Your truth on it might be completely different. A bit yeah. like when we talk about how you felt at school and how I'd be like, well, why the hell were your parents? And you're like, well, they were busy. Yeah. Our truths on stuff are different. And we, yeah. none of us, you're right, think we're being dishonest. But I do think that a lot of people think karma will get me. Or people have always said karma will get you in the end. Yeah. Whereas I think I do quite nice things for people and quietly I'm quite supportive of a, quite a few people out there. Mm. And as a Which result... Which people never see. No, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't need them to. No. But as a result, good things do happen to me. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm lucky. You know, I'm really lucky to have support in South Africa, in America, in all these countries. And I, I think that's a real gift. Mm. I feel like it's a privileged position I have. But I also still think I will get cancer. Yeah. <laughs> But, and that will really annoy but me. hopefully when you're old and... Well, no, it's more that it will annoy me that well, people will be able to go, well, that's karma. And I won't yeah. be able to say, it really isn't. But um, I did have epilepsy for a long time and I'm cured of that now. How did you, how did you get cured of it? How squeamish are you? No, uh, I'm not. Oh, you've had not. Are you I'm squeamish? Not, no, no, let's so, do it. So you, so you have to feel it with a flat hand because you'll feel my brain. Okay. So you go for it. Okay, Bloody hell. You've got like a ski slope on the... Squidge that bit there, gently. That's my actual brain. Shh. And that's the egg. Yeah, so you've basically got your skull and then just a flat, like you've just sliced. They did. 
They just they, did, they took a part of your brain off. Yeah, they, so they go in with a... Oh, man, certain, your, your haters are going to love this. They're going to... That's the reason. If I get twatted with a hammer, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. And everyone... Well, like, people could know that. So it won't be hard for someone to end it. But um, so they go in with a circular saw. They, they, like a little boiled egg, take the top off, and then they go in. They got out the bit that was causing my fits oh. and chucked it. Then they do put that top bit back on. Well, like it doesn't like feel a, like they have. No, because they had, it went manky, which is a medical term for meningitis, obviously. And they went back in, took it up, took it out, threw it away, cleaned me up. And that's why I have a... So you basically have part of your skull that doesn't have a skull. Yeah, just, yeah. There's, well, there's just brain. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just what's your skin's just grown just, over it. So they put the skin back, sew it up. Well, they staple it up, actually. Shoot. And then, yeah. But anyway, it cured everything. Ooh. And then my fits used to dislocate my, um, my arm. So the power of your body, which is an awesome thing, Ooh. can physically shake your own arms from your sockets wow. when you fit it. And I've had those sewn back on. So I am like a little... Little Terminator. Bloody hell. Yeah. So there's a bit of me on the karma front that I reconciled with not making it a long time ago because one of my fits was supposed to get me within a two-year time span. And then obviously the surgery isn't isn't too much of a laugh. Like, mm. you might not make it. Yeah. And because I reconciled with that, like, I feel like this is like a new bit of life for me. Mm. And so I'm super lucky now. Life's easy without epilepsy. Yeah. And so I use it for doing the stuff that I care about, which yeah. is like Britain, Trump, Boris, conservatives, politics, mm. stuff that we maybe not want to go into. Yeah. But yeah. Right. But maybe we will. Maybe um, we will. One thing I'd like to ask. Um, so on... Wikipedia on online. I don't tend to read that stuff when I interview people because no. I don't want to come out with the same old shit. Well, it's more um, that going there first leads people down. You know, I hear things being asked that I think, well, I know where that comes from. And it's yeah. always been bollocks, but we'll go for the bollocks yeah. again. But anyway, carry on. So thankfully, I'll, I'll bring none of that to <laughs> this. Um, but it does say um, columnist and it says businesswoman. Now, I had an outcome when I came here that I wanted to work out how you make make your living, your career. This is this podcast is called The Disruptive Entrepreneur. There's probably millions of entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast. Many of them are starting. Many of them are yeah. going from a job to running their own business like you have. But it kind of doesn't seem that obvious on the outside. How you make your living? How do you make your money? What streams no. of income you've got? What does businesswoman mean? Yeah, and you don't definitely don't want to get into my game if you want to be super affluent, super wealthy, or to have an easy ride. Mm. So my key, my biggest earnings yeah. were when I wrote for Men Online. Right. So I was their columnist. I was the female Piers Morgan, but obviously yeah. with less chins and better teeth. Or oh, I have a couple. And... Um, <laughs> I was earning really well at that point. I promise I'm not laughing at what you just said there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and when I was working in radio... So is, is that like a sort of a, full, a salary? That you, those are salaries. Yeah, and that, that's jobs. like someone could live on that. And then some. Yeah, okay, cool. And then um, the radio was yeah. paid, you know, it was the most successful commercial radio show. It was doing fine, is my point. And which one was that? LBC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. before I was fired. Right. Um, um, and then, to clarify that right, as well. We need to get, so we they, need, those income streams were brilliant for me. And, and was the radio mind, also a full-time wage? Yeah. So you, oh, well, like a wage for each show I did, but it was on a contract. So right. yes, you, we would call that full-time yeah, for ourselves. Yeah. But my point rather being that I didn't I didn't grow up doing those things. I didn't think no. I wanted to do those things. That was a swerve into a... I was supposed to be in the military still. I was still yeah. supposed to be in the military. So it was a swerve. And then I ended up, you know, pretty much in a tabloid sense near the top of your game in that way. Yeah. So I did okay. Yeah. Right now, my income stream is really poor. 
Right. Because I don't have a platform to host me. I don't really have a way of financing have what I do. Have you got I a do. podcast? No. You, like if there's, if there's two people on this whole planet <laughs> that a podcast is made for, it's you and David Icke. And neither You're of you so have a podcast. Now I know. People always ask me about this and I'm always like, yeah, but do people want to hear me all the time? I don't know. So, so yeah. So right now, um, no, financially, it's uh, my way of making a living is by doing my speeches. But, um, you know, the thing I loved about radio is you've got real people in their kitchens, in their pajamas, ringing you to tell you, it's almost like they think they're telling you secrets because mm. it's private, you know? Yeah. And that's the, that's the joy of what I love is real people saying their real feelings about stuff because we don't hear enough But of if that. you did a podcast, yeah, podcast we, is really like radio without the downsides. So ads, waiting an hour to... <laughs> to do it, exactly, delay. And, yeah, and then like when I went on Steve Wright Radio too and like basically... I told all my community I was on it. And then when they said I was on, I was on an hour and a half later. Oh, like, so and, frustrating yeah, yeah, then. And they'd be yeah. like, where are you? Yeah, yeah. No, I do understand. But, I, you know, so radio has always been my heart. So yeah. there's so been times when I've on... really well. You're going to say I should be doing podcasts then. I, wouldn't look, I don't have to pitch you on it or anything. I just think that I think you'd have a popular podcast. Um, so anyway, we'll come back to your own. Let's talk about this podcast because um, there's quite a lot of podcasters who earn millions of pounds a year just from the ads they run on the podcast because they have a big following. If you launched a podcast today and you put it on Twitter, you're going to get tens of thousands of subscribers. And when you get tens of thousands of, you get, you need about 10,000 downloads for an episode to be able to run ads. I don't run ads on my podcast because I don't need the money because I made the money in property. So I kind of like, I don't use it for that. But you could quite quickly make a significant income stream from podcasting. But who's going to advertise on a podcast of a woman who's a racist, misogynist, bigoted, Yeah, but remember, remember that's asshole. only your critics. It's no, not I your know. fans. I know. Yeah. And of you course. say you've got a lot of fans. Yeah. So just that, that segment. Well, I just don't know if people need more of Hopkins in their life. Do you really believe that? Yeah. Well, I mean, they get plenty of me via... So why, why, why take an interview like this then, which gets you out to more people if you... Oh, I don't come because it gets me out to more people. I, I like having conversations. Right. Um, and if I can make it work, my view is I'm supporting you and what you're trying to do. You're good enough to speak to me. And that's, I know what you'll have had. Well, I know a little bit of what mm. the attacks you'll have had. So I rather admire people who have asked to speak to me, and I'll always try and do it. doesn't matter if they've got 10 followers, actually. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I'm trying to... It's part oh. of what I believe in is, is people that are willing to li stand up for something if they believe it's right, even if it's a little hard to do. So, yeah. so that's why we're chatting. And podcasts... I, my worry about podcasts is everybody seems to have a podcast and so, Christ, that's a lot of podcasts. Wow. Okay. So how many people do you think have an email address in the UK? Because, I mean, email marketing's a thing, isn't it? And everyone has an email address. How many people have a YouTube channel? Way more than a podcast. But 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 should we all be sitting in... And this isn't dissing your podcast. No, no, please I'm sure don't. it's fabulous. I mean, I, I mean, please don't, as in be honest. Yeah. So, uh, as so in, if you want to knock it, if do. Gonna, no, I'm not trying to knock yours. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't about you. This is one time something isn't about you. Try and accept that <laughs> and deal with that. Okay. It's hard. I know. You, you, I I realise you're you. taking me back to my childhood. Ooh. Ah, Chubba, <laughs> give me a sausage roll sideways, quick. Am I allowed to, am I allowed to say fuck you for you that? You can say all fuck right, great. you. People say fuck me all the oh, time. Oh, it feels really good just to have said that. Anyway, Quite like yeah. it when people say, go fuck yourself, Katie, and I'm like, come really back and go, good. done. Yeah. And then they're like, That's I it. still End. haven't got her. Yeah, it does, say good to, does, does it feel make, good to say, go fuck yourself, does doesn't it? Does it to me? Just generally. But it's yeah. it specifically to me. GFY, let's GFY. F Y I G F Y. 
did you have to do the weird Y on the end with like, ah, ah. So anyway, you were podcasting. podcasting. So my thing is more getting in amongst places that people don't like to talk about and making people talk about. Which is podcast is perfect vehicle for. You can't do a sodding podcast stood in the no-go zone where some jihadi wants to twat you on. Yes, you can. You can have a Zoom H1. It's it's in your pocket or your purse. You're not going to beat me on this one. You can I'm have not a Zoom. Trying to beat you. Okay, fair enough. You could have a Zoom H1. Do you go around the world thinking everyone's trying to beat you? No, no. But um, I think I, I think I can persuade you what that I'm you should to... have a podcast more than you, yes. your. Okay, I appreciate uninformed you. objections about them. I think that I think that's harsh. I think what I'm trying to say is, if everybody, all the plebs, are busy getting on with podcasts, sat in their rooms with their friends and their camera guy and their equipment. Surely someone a bit tougher needs to be out there trying to film hard stuff like following the migrants from Libya to Italy. That's yeah. what I do. But that, it's not, a, a it's not an either or, though, is it? Why does it have to be an either or? What about the other 20 <gasps> hours in a day or whatever? Do not 20 hours in a day, me, when I flew in from LA to talk to you and was on time and you failed to be on time and you only came from Peterborough, Charles. <laughs> I think we were on time. You were not on time. You were late. Okay, thanks for the feedback. Um, I think you have enough hours in your week to go out and do... You don't know anything about No, I don't. That's why I said I think. I perceive you have enough time in your week to go and do your cool shit, the real coalface shit, and do a podcast on it. Um, You you could do 30-minute episode once a week. Okay. So have you got 30 minutes spare once a week? Yes, I yeah. have. Yeah, okay. And you could also report on... I could not shave my legs. There you go. There you go. Or minutes. you could do it while Boom. you're shaving your legs. <laughs> Why not? With a Zoom H1. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I work for Zoom, isn't it? The way I said that, that was lame. With a Zoom H1, ding. But, but like you don't have to have all of this. You can just no, have I a know. little recorder yes, and I, a lav mic. I know. I've done yeah. some work in media. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Which is why I'm surprised you're not on, t- <laughs> so, you know, on the button with podcasting. Yeah. Just feels yeah. Define near. So it just feels a little bit like here I am. Here's the sound of my own voice sitting in a room talking to someone else that you've heard of before that someone else will interview later for their podcast. I know you're going to hate me for saying that, but no, that's, no, that's, all right. that's my honest kind of... I try and choose people who don't do the podcast circuit. Yes, and I haven't. So, so, so yes. yeah, so, so I try and, you know, yes. I, tr- I, know. I do try... It wasn't an attack on you. This, no. was my, this is my visceral reaction to the yeah. podcasting, you know, mania that's hit the globe. Yeah. I've got to be doing something different. That's someone in media, surely you forwards. want to be jumping on the mania. Oh, no. I mean, I you jumped be... on Twitter? I've leveraged that. You surfed that. I didn't that. jump on You Twitter. surfed it. You I've rode there, it. I've been there since before you were a chubby little child you in probably shorts. Have. <laughs> I have. You're only four years older than me. So. Am I? Yeah. I, feel like, I feel really so much older <laughs> than you. Isn't that sad? Am I? Yeah. You're born in 75. I, 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 I look so much older. But no, B, you I, don't. I do. But I also I feel like I'm more like your mum. Yeah, maybe. It's, no, it's true, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. like I feel motherly towards you. Like yeah. I want you to be all right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And why do I feel like that? I don't know. Why don't I try and be... I need to try and be cooler. That's what we're agreeing. But then you... That's what I need to do. But because you don't care about what people think about you, you don't have to be someone... No, but I care that you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to be sad. No. And I don't like to hear your story about you being sad when you were little. Hmm. 
which I didn't expect to slap on the table two minutes into oh my, my own podcast. Quite like that, <laughs> Yeah. But no. Podcast. So, um, no, no, enough on podcasts and me, enough talk about me about All that. Right. But uh, there's more exciting things that need to be done. And there's more things that aren't being talked about in our media that need someone to get in amongst it. So our yeah. media at the moment won't talk about the gilet jaune in Paris because nobody's allowed to speak down about the EU. And mm. ooh, we don't want to disrupt the boat. So that's where I'm going next is to spend time with them. But you've still got to make a living, haven't you? No, I haven't quite sussed that. I need to get back to making a better living. I yeah. did have a living. I need to go back to making one. And also, you know, because of... I suppose of, less lawsuits would help. Exactly you? where I was going. Yeah, go because of litigation against yeah. me, I don't have a family home. Fuck. Did, did, when that was happening, did you think, shit, I should be less honest on social media? Or well, no, it's because just... I cocked up and said someone did something they didn't. Right. And that okay. obviously what you should do is settle. Yeah. But I just can't bear settling because that seems to me to be extortion, actually. Right. Someone accused you of something, you have to settle it, whether you did it or not. Um, a new law was created in my court case saying that you only have to feel that you would cause serious harm. <clears throat> For, you, for me to owe you money. Right. So if you feel that you will cause serious harm, that's enough. And as a result, many, many, many cases came against me and so I had to sell the family home. So did that change? No. Did, did you learn from that and adapt? I learned that the law is not the law. The law is anything they want it to be. It's an interpretation. Yeah. And I learned that uh, if they want to come get you, they're going to come get you any which way. They're yeah. going to come for your children. They're going to come for your home with lawfare. They're going to come for your head, a couple of jihadis. Yeah. They're going to come for you. They're going to come for you. And right. you just got to be a bit tougher and say, okay, keep coming. Right. So you absolutely didn't change how no. you comment No, in the and media. I won't. But what is unfortunate about law that's created around me and my Twitter account, which, of course, no judge bloody understands because they've never been on social media in their life, is unfortunately now a left-wing comic the other day. A lovely girl stood up doing a comedy skit, talking about her ex-husband. La, 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 la. Now she's being lit litigated against because he says he perceives it caused him serious harm. Right. So the thing people don't get is when you come for Katie and you hate her, eventually it's going to come get you. Yeah. And that's a shit. Mm. We, none of us need that. You don't need some kind of law that says you only have to feel harm yeah. to be owed cash for it. That's crazy. Mm. Anyway, so litigation, yeah. yes. I would be a lot richer if there weren't sleazebag solicitors and lame-ass people from the left determined to take everything I have. Mm. How do you think, or do you think, how this all affects your kids? I'm lucky in the sense that not a whole bunch, because um, A, we're down in the countryside, out, really out of the way, and that's deliberate, and they can walk to school, and it's super normal life. Two, mm. A, two, I don't like it when I do that. B, um, people self-select. So if people come up to me, they say, oh, Katie, have a selfie, go on. Yeah. That. I haven't got people going out going, you twat. Brr. So that doesn't happen around the kids like people might imagine. And then I guess the other side of it that maybe people don't get is that quite a lot of my supporters are young, like 12 to 18, because in school, in college, uni, you can't have views like mine, but a lot of kids do. And so they have someone they can, they email me a lot, whatever. So there's a whole bunch of young people who sort of get what I do or at least don't mind it. 
Yeah. So luckily, my kids have been isolated from it. Do they, they read they, your social they profiles? Can, they can do whatever. They and don't you obviously have just leave or anything. It. They, no. Yeah, they can yeah. ask me anything, but they don't. My son doesn't have a phone. My 14-year-old doesn't have a phone. I'm a proper cow mum. Yeah. I'm nasty. <laughs> but I, um, so they, there's not been a problem. And the other thing we have is they have different names. So we're like gypsies. We have a lot of surnames in my family because of my marital disruption. <laughs> but it means that um, I kept Hopkins, and so they use have different surnames. Right. So if they're going in cold somewhere, I feel like they're not going in with my surname, and therefore someone might go, I mean, not, who's going to say, is your mum Katie? But I feel like having a different surname maybe helps them. Mm. Also, Mark, my husband's his surname's Cross. So I can't physically take the surname Cross when I'm known for being as one of the sort of crossest women in England. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not calling myself cross as yeah. well, because that's, you know, that's taking the piss. Yeah. So yeah, so so the kids have been all right for now. We'll see what happens. We've had a few times where some a kid will say to my kid, one of them in particular, my mum hates your mum. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a cool thing to say in the playground though, isn't it? Well, yeah, and then all yeah. you can do is, A, keep out of that and accept that mum hates you and that's fine, no yeah. problem. But um, what you can then do is just give them access routes out of that. So, you know, they would say, well, my mum's views my mum, so you feel free to talk to her about it. I'm me. Mm. And ch -ch -ch -ch. So it's that. It's just giving them maybe thoughts about how they can access their way out of that. They're not responsible for me. Yeah. That's mm. it. Mm. So, yeah, I guess the kid thing less than maybe people think, or maybe even... In a more sinister way, less than people hope. Mm. I think some people hope my kids suffer. And how does that make you feel? Uh, I suppose that's where I, I feel like you have to take accountability for that as well. Like I'm a mum and if you put yourself out there as a mum, there's no wall, there's no line, there never has been. And so you've got to suck it up that you've put them out there. And I remember my parents are proper shy. You know, they're the shyest people. My mum's a housewife, my dad worked for the electricity company, they're normal, 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 normal. And I remember after The Apprentice, the press were camped all over their place, the bungalow where they, they and I remember seeing that and thinking that is a shocker because mm. I brought that all on them. So there's been times where I've definitely gone, that's not right. That is Could not that have cool. made them more independent though, more strong, more wise, more no, resilient? No, that was just me no. being a twat. Okay. Yeah, that's not cool. And yeah. so I have to accept anything bad from my children, I brought that as well. Yeah. I have no, there's no blame on anyone. Yeah. And if you don't like it, go home, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. I, I don't, I don't, these people that, especially, you know, celebrities or famous people that, oh, well, no photos here, no, no this there, Meghan yeah. Markle, no pictures of me in the royal box while you're paying for me to sit here on my ass. Oh, piss off. Don't want it? Go home, shut up. Mm. Put yourself out there, except they're going to come for all of you. Yeah. And the best thing I can do is just try and equip my kids a little bit. But mm. also, I suppose I've got the advantage of, um, my kids know me, so like our mum that just makes tea yeah. or cleans the toilet mm. or does the hoovering. So like I'm pretty normal to them. Yeah. Just like mum. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you said uh, a minute ago, no, I was just a twat. Mm. Is there anything that you've done and said and twittered and whatever where you've thought, actually, I was a twat. I shouldn't have said that. I was wrong or the way I said it was wrong. Or do you just back everything you've said? I haven't. I uh, apart from my, putting my parents in the sort of, I didn't, I don't know, it just is a subset of doing The Apprentice, right? Yeah. So there's nothing I think I've said that I would retract or apologise for, never apologise, never explain. Is that part, Is that maybe being a bit stubborn though? Because we can all just say stuff, can't we? I say random stupid shit all the time. 
Um, I've noticed. Yeah, thank you for the feedback. Um, so are you saying in your 18 years of being on social media, you've not said one thing that you thought, that was kind of a bit stupid. I was a bit of a twat. Oh, and maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, Stu, I, I can't think of, I can't recall one. No. But I'll acknowledge probably there's some things out there, just there, oh, for God's sake. But I would never apologise, never explain, because you won on Twitter. Yeah. You yeah. will never win. No, no. If you apologise. So that... No, no, no. I think you should apologise to fat people. you practised that, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, right. And then, so then, okay, so now I'm whoever I am from daytime TV and I want to keep my job and I... So off I come now and I say, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Mm. I misspoke. But that apology will never no. be good enough for them. Um, this is why you should do a podcast. I'm going to just keep doing this because I... I had a bit of an epiphany um, hearing you say that. You on TV, you on radio, where you earn your living, you say something, you can get fired. Yeah. I can't get fired. I run my own business. No. So I can't get fired from my own podcast. No, that's I can't a good get thing. fired from my own. It is a good thing because I probably would have been fired already. Yeah, you would. Um, I would. Yeah, probably for yeah. interviewing you. you know? yeah, <laughs> like, no, you would. Yeah. No, but you would. But this, this is, is a serious point. When you run your own business point. and you run your own media, because now a YouTube is. Com competition to TV. Podcast is competition to radio. Joe Rogan has a bigger podcast mm. than BBC Radio. You're, yeah. You're so, you are selling me the podcast. <laughs> All right. You'll cool. win. Sure. Like, if I give up and say, hey, okay, hey, look, okay, it's, I'm going to stop a podcast. It's not going to benefit me in any way. It's not like a, there's no ulterior motive behind the pitch. I just, when I believe in something, I kind of have to pitch it. And I said this to David Icke. I said, you know, like whether I agree with some of the things he said, it doesn't matter. Podcasts were made for you. I think your point about you can't be fired from your own podcast is very helpful. And yeah. even went into radio with my boss who occasionally said nice things about me. And I said, one day you will be firing me. And he, you, knew that, you knew that going I in. I knew it. Yeah. Because you cannot, you because cannot sit where I sit. No. Yeah. And, and expect to retain a job. Mm. And I have to accept that. You know, at the point I'm homeless, maybe I'll be like, mm, maybe I should wire my neck in now and get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I hope it doesn't take that long. No, I know. I hope it doesn't take that long either. Mm. But... Uh, there is still huge excitement. Like So in terms of what I do in having this huge following, I love it. Mm. In terms of being able to go across the States and people really get what I do and move Trump forward, Trump 2020, so exciting. Yeah. And seeing my side, the right, I don't mean it just like we are right, although true, but not being on the left. Seeing them march forward, I love it. Mm. We're so up there right now. This is a great time to be alive for me. Yeah. So um, I don't have fits anymore. I'm right, physically yeah. healthy. My family are all healthy. So there's a sort of big negativity out there, big doom and gloom. I, I'm nothing to do with the doom and gloom because right now we're so, I feel like we're winning on, yeah. on my team. So it's exciting. Great. I know. So I'd like to ask you some advice. And it, it, it's, <laughs> oh, not, no. it's not on here. Have you got a nasty rash? Um, Does it itch? Uh, <laughs> Have you noticed it spreading? Uh, Is it on your armpits as uh, well? You sound like an expert in this. Oh, I've had many rashes. All right. yeah. I had impetigo. Have you ever had impetigo? I don't even know what that is. Okay. Glastonbury I went to. Yeah. I know. Surprising. I'm literally that cool. Yeah. I, off the shitty toilets or maybe a shitty person... Or maybe both. I caught this thing. If anyone that's listening to you has had impetigo, it's basically a rash that develops around your software areas. I don't know why I look that way then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it breaks into massive blisters that go all the way down your face like an old maid from Tudor England Jeez. throwing out the shit. Yeah. Right? And I then had to go and work as the pub, uh, the waitress in a pub. 
Wow. And I had all of this like syphilitic stuff down my face. So over there, little That's overshare. why you should have a podcast. <laughs> So then, like podcast of therapy, you can just get all this out, say what you want. You said want. you wanted some advice that yeah. wasn't about syphilis. Yes, yes, Let's exactly. roll back. All right, cool. Okay, leave my yeah. issues. All right, great. So um, <laughs> I have got a couple of irons in the fire, which could be quite big TV shows. Great. Um, I can't share one of them, but they're both... Um, You'd have to kill me. Yeah, well, it's just because they're, do they they're not done a, yet. Uh, do they involve a I, I something, 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 Mike? What was, your, what was your thing? What's an I something something What like? was the piece of equipment you were trying to sell Oh, me? yeah, the Zoom H1. Do they involve yeah, the well, Zoom I'd H1? I have one of those in my pocket just ready, just in so. case. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. by that. All right, so can I ask you this serious question? Oh, hold yeah, yeah, on, because yeah, yeah. now we're being silly. Now we're not, yeah. Okay, right. hold on. But I, like, I really do want your advice okay. here. Okay. Um, I feel so. like you're having a laugh. <laughs> Are you going to say the word penis? No. Okay. I promise. Right, so... Um, one of them's already been seen by the bosses at Channel 4 uh, for about for about 15 years. Hey, A, they even saw you at yeah. Channel 4. Yeah. Were, if I walk within four feet of the Channel 4 building, I burst into flames. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Carry on. All right. So for, for probably <laughs> you, 10 you, years. You just waited for me to shut <laughs> up. Yeah. You went, oh, really? <laughs> shut up. Tell me about your idea. Right. Well, for about 10 years, I've done loads of pilot TV shows. You're going to be big. You're going to be on Channel oh. 4. You're going to be this. And I like, yeah, and, and not, none of Nothing them have come happened. This one's going um, Well, I don't know. I'm this, But, like, um, it, it's getting close. I and it's a really it exciting concept. And I can't talk about it on camera. I will off, but I can't on. Um, but, like, my wife doesn't want me to do any TV. I've done bits and bobs. I've turned down Secret Millionaire. I've turned down How the Other Half Live. I've turned down quite a lot of stuff that would probably be good for my business. I'd, I would go and do TV because I'd expect that it could increase my brand and therefore help my business. And my wife doesn't want the, like, doesn't want the, any attention. To your she wife worried, that's nice. Yeah, exactly. She worries about security, kids. She's very private. And when I tell her about these things and I want to get excited mm. about it, she, she just looks at me like, well, I don't want you to do it, but I still believe in you. Yeah, yeah. She, she, um, just, she just respects what you've built up yeah, together. Yeah, but she doesn't want me to do it. No, no, no. But she, she's trying to protect yeah. what you've built. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, I've built what I've built, being who I am. And I feel like I have to explore mainstream media to know what it's like, to see if it really has helped grow my business and my brand. Um, and you've had a lot of media attention. You've done some big TV stuff. So if you were me, would you do it? And what are the upsides and downsides? I mean, what, I think what's great is you've said no to lots of formula stuff. I'll tell you why I have. Sometimes it's because my business partner, my accountant, my wife and my MD didn't want me to do it. But that, that's, still, that's still the team of people you've built up. But why didn't I be the secret millionaire? I mean, that's kind of stupid, isn't it? Not no, to it's do that. not. If the people you've built up, you've trusted and your wife, I respect it's a partnership, you didn't build them up. Yeah. But if, they, if they're, you've created that team of people around you and if they all closed in on you and went, don't do it, mate, because of this and this and this, you helped get that direction for yourself yeah. and you built like a little swimming team of fish around you they all went we want to look after you mm. so you made that looking after you happen so that will have been totally for the right reason yeah. and secret millionaire is all very well but the day after secret millionaire finishes filming you're not a fucking secret millionaire anymore no, are true. you you're yeah. a millionaire getting 25 million letters a day yes. asking for your cash yeah. stopping you in the street trying to nick your stuff i'm with your wife yeah you know yeah. so and they're protecting you mm. 
Are you perfect for TV? Is your enthusiasm? Can you feel it across a, a room? Yeah.、Mm. And will you be brilliant? Yes. And if this is a, a format you've come up with or a, a show、I've、idea, a, a yeah. thing, yeah. a thing、yeah. that you have some control in,、yeah. that maybe is a little bit clever,、cool. that isn't a specific format that you're being pushed into,、yeah. brilliant.、Okay. Then you've got more control. Yeah. But obviously, you are going to open up your. Life and kids,、yeah. and there'll be things in that you can't control. And what what have been the downsides for you of all that? I mean, have you had crazy people and stalkers <laughs> and security issues in your house and all of that? Yeah, but yeah. but my stuff is, you know, I, my stuff's political, isn't it?、Mm. So I speak out against Islam and against the Islamification of the UK. You're not about to do that on Channel Four because they'd never show that program. <laughs> So my stuff's different, but I guess my thing's extreme. So my home, before I had to sell it because of lawfare against me,、um, my home in we had a knock on the door at nine thirty, ten o'clock one night. A team of men dressed in black arrived at the house, four hours away from London. This is just to give people a sense of、mm. really out the way. Uh, knocked at the door, came into my house,、uh, needed to get in from special security operations, installed alarms,、uh, installed、um, at the top floor of my house a panic alarm, installed my phone so they went straight to the police station,、um, and set my house up basically so that I could call for help quickly. Yeah. Because two jihadis were coming for my head、Bloody、and、hell. had practiced beheading me with a dummy, like a shop dummy. What do you call it? Mannequin、yeah. and a hunting knife. And so the threat was real. And how and did that make you feel? Scared as hell. And then my kids are in that house.、Yeah. So you know, we talked about this thing about how,、um, you know, I, I accept. I, if I walk down the street there and someone did twat me on the head, I, I actually accept that because that's a re- reaction. They obviously lack the vocabulary to tell me they hated me, so they just killed me. But the thought that that came to my home.、Mm. Um, I guess that, and you know, I then put my children at risk, aren't I? Yeah. And just a few weeks after that, so a real jihadi threat. Those two jihadis are in prison now. The British government commissioned a play called "The Assassination of Katie Hopkins," and those billboards went up around the country. So I'm not trying to say your wife's right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't show her this little bit. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course. Because by the way, I'm undecided.、I、yeah.、Do. No. And, yeah. and I'm not going to be the one putting you off because I know you're going to do it. Yeah. And I think because you have a naughty streak in you that's really obvious, I have a naughty streak in me. If I want to know that I should do something, let's just take my brother, which is not at all. I'm sure your idea is sophisticated. If I ran my dad, my dad would go, "Don't be so bloody ridiculous, bloody stupid. Show too much swearing." Coming from my dad, who says bloody every five minutes. Yeah. Ring my mum. My mum will go, "Yeah, go、mm. for it." And、mm. I'm the one saying to you, "Go for it." Yeah. Okay. But、Thank、your you. wife is saying, "Don't." Yeah. And you do quite need your wife, of course. And I think part of her thinks, well, it probably won't come off, so we don't have to really have the proper conversation. But that this is likely to come off, and we're、But、going to have to have the proper conversation. You're、um, financially、uh, stable okay, enough、yeah. that you can properly prepare your family for all of this. So you can sort your accounting such that these people are safe.、Yeah. You can sort your home and your security system. That's all. That's all done. You're, you're,、yeah. you're, you're perfect. So do you know what I mean? You're doing all that stuff. And、yeah. people probably whatever's going to happen, they're going to love you. Yeah, you're a lovable sort of person. So then it will just be that you're more loved, and then you're going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have learned to deal with the critics, the shit that comes your yeah, way. Yeah, you would have got, had to. I respect that. I've got、that. better. At you will、that. have. And some people, you know, 
they just want to be mean to you because yeah. you're successful. Yeah. You have to know. And that. actually, in a way, there's a privilege. They're talking about you. I mean, they don't have to have that conversation. Exactly. A lot of your critics have been good for your career. Yeah. Because, like, your posts don't go viral from all your fans that just go, yeah, Katie. No, no, yeah, no. Katie. They go viral when someone gets upset and there's a massive yeah. sub thread and an argument. Blah, 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 blah. So people don't get this, but your critics are really good for your career. Yeah. And I think for you, different to me, because I mind about being a monster, you're, is because you're successful, you're popular, you're whatever, you're clearly hung like a donkey, as you yeah, alluded yeah, to yeah. earlier. <laughs> and the, pro the problem with that, lads, can we make that, wah, the, wah, can wah. We make that the advert? Hung like a donkey. Can we make that the wah. advert for the, yeah. my husband, the thumbnail? That's going to be the thumbnail. My husband used to work for the donkey sanctuary. Really? As a link to your penis. Right. I mean, there you go. who knew? We're no. so linked. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, so you have all those things going on. So people, are, if they're criticising you, it's probably just that they're jealous. And actually, they just want to be part of what you're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're I not do. actually wanting to be mean. They want to be part of yeah. something. Well, a lot of people who criticise me tried it and it didn't work, work. for them. And they could, um, if they listen to you a little bit, they probably could make yes. it work. Yeah, so, yeah. so I see some, there's a lot of positive actually behind criticism. I agree. I agree. Um, and I also think what we do, and I think many young people do, and it's the thing I say over and over, especially to girls, is you can be told nine times out of ten that you look great or you did great or, oh, I love that on you or you did. The one person who tells you, mm. oh, you look a bit shit in that or mm, those dresses, whatever girls say to each other, I don't know. You listen to that one. Mm. What are you doing? Listen to the yeah, nine. Yeah. Balance it. Yeah. Mm. Say yes nine times, then say no once. Mm. What do you hear? People hear the no. You know, it's mm. about mm, we need to give people a bit of resilience. Mm. And I think when you've been in the public eye a little bit, you have a bit of that to give. Yeah, because part of me thinks if I stay, I, I, like my persona is not big celebrity. It's at a nice level below where. When I'm recognised, it's not too often. It's getting more, and they it's all nice. nice. Yeah, exactly. And I always be. say to people, one day someone will want to punch me or call me a wanker no. or whatever, and then I'll know I'm probably bigger. But I know at the moment, or I feel like I've got it pretty good. Yeah, yeah. People are nice, and you can't take it back once you're there, can you? Oh, I think can you, you just you can't take your how you're known for now. You I can't don't know because mine sort of it does a weird. It goes around the place, so like. I hate it. I hate her. Apprentice. I hate her. I hate her. Mm. And then Big Brother. Oh, by the way, there were a lot of there were a lot of people um, who really like what you do and what you say. I know oh. I said that there were quite a few that weren't, but there were a lot that did. And most yeah. of it was she says what other people are thinking. Oh, but my don't mum have the thinks she's alright. My mum, you know, it's that yeah. a lot. My well, mum no. thinks you're great. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to give you a serious compliment okay, here, sorry. and you're rejecting it. Um, I know, but um, that was interesting. But no, what they said was <laughs> yeah, you say things. Like that other people don't have the courage to say that they feel that uh, has validity. That was their compliment of you. Thank you. Yeah. And you're right. I'm good at dealing with criticism. Mm. I'm actually not that great at dealing with Interesting. Yeah. But you're practicing now, aren't you, by saying no, thank you just, and trying to I own know, it? This, yeah. No, not trying to own it, just, just being honest. It. No, just being honest that I, I do... When people say nice things, a bit like, go on, Katie, I have no idea what to do. Mm. So you can, like, physically now, I'm just like, uh. Whereas if it's a criticism, I'm like, yeah, go on then. So that's really weird. That is, I don't that have, is not, that is interesting. Yeah, I don't have the body language for, what, what body language do you do for a compliment? Or do you look into the distance? I actually do find that hard. What, so, Thank so, you. Thank you and smile, I think. Okay, let me try. So you've got a really big penis. Thank you. Hmm. 
Okay, try it with me. Tell me I've got a big penis. You have a really big penis. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, over, you, you said, overdid you, it. You were a bit of a it. new statesman I did the about BA. it. A royal statesman. Yeah, I did the BA. Thank you. Safety briefing. Yeah, you... Okay, yes. let's try it again. Tell me I've got a big penis. You have a really big penis. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you went Is the other better? way. Too soft. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere between statement yeah. and and sort of oh a girl that was a bit girly yeah. and I didn't hear myself. Yeah, yeah. Whereas really... you ever go at me, Katie, you've got a big nose. Katie, you've got a huge nose. You'd never have seen anything so big. <laughs> you know, I'm ready for that. Yeah. But it's the compliment. so are you always on the defensive for a scrap? No, but I quite I just I think I'm supposed to have been a boxer or something. I just yeah. quite like it. I, and also, it's been a lot of what you know, it's what I've done for a lot of time. Mm. But I not... need to work out a facial response yeah. for a compliment. I actually do find that hard because I didn't have it when I was a kid. And so when I get it, I know. Is there a really big fly in this room? Yeah, there is. Is there? Because yeah. something, it's like a bat. Yeah. Is it a is it... fly the size of a thing bat? <laughs> I just, is it the darkness? You descending? tend to make everything bigger than it is. Mm. Like my penis and I flies. Say, I know. <laughs> it's actually I had this it's just actually, a normal fly. I posted a picture of me with some of my gay friends in uh, LA and they they are well they have well tailored trousers. On and purpose we, to show the yeah, yeah, the bulge. Yeah. But of course, we're not used to that. And so everyone on Twitter's like, they've all got hard-ons. They've all got semis. <laughs> and I was like, no, they've just got really well-tailored trousers. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, where were we? Yeah. Off on bats. Um, oh, yeah. Receiving My compliments. Rece yes. Yeah. Now, this so is really yes. important to talk about, I think. Yes. Because um, I've been terrible at it my whole life because I never really had it. And then when I had it, it embarrassed me because I didn't know how to handle it. But actually, I think when someone gives you a compliment, I think you're totally right. If you get nine compliments and one troll, don't just respond to the troll. No. Thank all of your fans. Yes, totally yeah. agree. And then if you get one, if you can own it in a grateful way, I think that makes... I know you don't need to make people feel good, but I do. And so no, that's no, why, no, no, this no. Is you're right. Yeah. You're right. So when after I do a speech, right? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, and then people are super kind and maybe they stand up and clap. Yeah. I stand there looking like a dreary wombat, like literally like this, because I don't know what to do. Yeah. But then what else do you do? Do you, you just, go, you yeah, thank, oh, thank no, you. you, then just, you're a twat. Yeah, but you just you just thank them in, in a normal way yeah, that but you would. Yeah, but you see, you see, say that, thank so them in a normal I, um, way. Is, I haven't is that, got that. Is that sparkling or still? By sparkling. The way. Right, so. What are you about get, to do? I'm just going to top you up. Oh. So, so if I topped you up. Okay, now I'm going to, but would that's you not do? a compliment. No, but we'll. Oh, thank you, that's nice. Done, that's it. You just did it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Just a normal thank yeah. you. You did it. As if someone is pouring you a glass of water. Okay, tell me I've got a lovely penis. You have a lovely penis. Thank you. Perfect. Okay, we got it. We've done this. Boom. Yeah, Freaking yeah. watch me go today. If you launch if a I podcast... If I don't get this... any compliments now, I'm going to be well pissed because I want to try this. Yeah. When they go, go on, Katie, I'm going to go, thank you. Yeah. <gasps> that was quite good. That's yeah. better than this. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy. But I've practiced this a lot. I've thought about this because, yeah, compliments almost weird me out, but I know I need Those to be so liked. Weird. So there's a paradox. Need to be liked, don't like compliments. I mean, imagine, that's Whereas kind of I'm, a bit... don't need to be liked, really good at dealing with the shit, don't know what to yeah, do with the We need to, like, hybridise our... our weirdness. Yeah. What I'm also conscious of is probably no one's going to tell me today that they like my penis. No. So I'm going to need to adapt. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but your earrings or, the, you know, your dress, yeah, the way you look. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I need to adapt the thought because they're not yeah, going to sound like Yeah, because that was interesting. I commented you on your look and you essentially... Brushed it off really Yeah, with that, rejected it without yeah, knowing... To, yeah, like talking about Mimi. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'm quite shy, as it turns out. There you go. I know. Cheers. I know. <laughs> Cheers to us. So... So you, can I ask you something quickly? Sorry. You, it's your podcast. Uh, thank you. Because I, I, I didn't know if I was going to ask this or not, but you now should. I feel good to ask it. You so should. I was a bit nervous coming to interview you. 
And, and the reason being is um, I knew I was going to enjoy it. I knew whatever I was going to discover well, I was going to be We'd discovery. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually oh, know no, that. Oh, no, you didn't know that. No, I knew that. You knew that. I knew because yeah. I like people. Um, yeah. Um, but I guess what I was nervous about was you giving me short answers, rejecting my answers, and there being that sort of awkwardness where there's the combative element. Oh, no. And it sounds like you don't mind that so much because you said about the oh, scrap. Yeah. No, I don't mind it. But... Yeah, but I that would be like scary to me. So how, why, how do you not mind those awkward those... combative moments? Yeah. and so... Is it just because it's fun for you or...? Yes, so see people squirm. Yes, <laughs> yes. And so so with this, to meet you, that's fun for me. Mm. I uh, want to, I, I don't mean to support you, because obviously you're clearly really successful. I'm not saying it in that way at all. All I mean thank is... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> because you've been good enough to go through what you've gone through to talk to me mm. and gone against many people who will have said unkind things or will continue to, I really, I'm grateful for that, actually. And so, and to meet you, I look forward to meeting you. I've enjoyed meeting you. And it's always fun because when you meet people, you just get to be like super normal. Mm. Like we could have this conversation in a pub. Yeah. It would be the same chat we yeah. just had, right? It would. And that's, that's, the, that's the best. And by the way, that's why people follow me. And that's why, why I wanted to interview you. Yeah, and it's yeah. why I think people get me because I am the person that they would quite like to have a glass of wine with in the pub. Yeah. But I suppose then in a different situation, if I'm going into CNN where they've already, their re research was Wikipedia, yeah. all the worst tweets I've ever made, <laughs> and I'm going in there thinking, and I'm just waiting for yeah. them to hit you. You called migrants cockroaches. You know, that's going to come. Yeah. I, could, I could time it nearly. Yeah. So I'm already ready you know, with their, it's like a boxer, I'm yeah. ready. And then I, I do enjoy just dismantling them. Right. Does it, how does it feel to be defined by something like that? Does it feel frustrating or? Um, frustrating only in the, simpli the sort of simplicity of it, in that it lacks rigour. Mm. You know, it's lazy. It's mm. lazy. And there's so many people that are lazy. So many people sat in studios who are allowed to have radio shows who the most research they do is read the papers that get put in the back of the car that someone else organises to pick them up. Mm. I mean, you aren't lazy like that when you do any of your stuff. If you're pitching to a channel for a TV show, you aren't just about rocking up with it. You're no. thinking about it. You're yeah. being creative about it. You're pushing for new things. That's what we're... That's what anybody who's involved in alternative media is about. Mm. We're trying to be ahead of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it. I do, if you're in studio, you're an anchor and you're just there to skew a Katie for clicks, probably it's not going to go your way. Mm. And then, then they get pissy. So like yeah. I did moose, uh, Loose Women. They all, moose Women, that's they the spin-off. They all spin -off. turned on me. <laughs> and then uh, like my little supporters did, made it Moose Women, gave them all Moose's heads, and it became hashtag Moose Women right, that trended. Right, actually became a thing. Yeah. And then the editors weren't so pleased. Right. But I kind of go, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so that. Yeah. But normally, these sorts of things, or anything in life, just checking in yesterday at the airport, I'll make a friend in the queue and chitty chat, and I love it. Mm. It's my favourite favorite thing. Yeah, it's my favourite thing. Yeah. Um, I always say to people who ask me about what I like to do and this podcast and stuff, my most favourite thing in the world is meeting interesting people and having interesting conversations. Yeah. Like, I was glad I was a bit nervous 
come in here. I actually went into the toilets and I sent a message to three of my WhatsApp groups of some people who sort of uh, follow me a bit more closely. And I went, I'm in the toilets. I'm about to interview Katie. And I'm a bit scared. And I'm uh, and, rubbing but, up against the door. Yes. Did you put that? No, I no. didn't do that. No, I, no, no, I finished my, my wee. Assumption. I finished my wee and reeled it in. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, the feeling in there and then walking in here and then seeing you and then immediately getting a good, uh, you know, good feeling that this is going to go well because I got that sense straight away. And yeah. then doing this, that is... Everything you could want in life is all wrapped yes, up into that is. experience. I know. I know. It's exciting. And then if you did that, you'd have millions of downloads and loads of money coming <laughs> in on your podcast. Uh, yes, <laughs> I should do it for the finances. But I do, you know, I am out there still. And I do do a podcast every day at every tail point, every, yeah. you know, the train station, the, the lady that might bring you a coffee on the train. Those, mm. are, those are podcasts every minute because you're every person you're having a little thing with and they'll tell you something brilliant. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you can, I was at Costa or somewhere the other day and the lady was telling me she wasn't feeling too well. And then we got talking about why she wasn't feeling too well. That to me is the genius of, of life. Mm. It's the minutiae of the, of the everyday. Mm. And I sometimes think we spend loads of time seeing the same faces, Holly, Willoughby, this guy, whoever famous people are, I don't know, listening to them. Whereas actually the real interesting stuff is definitely. Everyone. Yeah. 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 And if we had more of them, somehow, mm. it would be such a joy, I mm. think. So I'm yeah. hoping your TV format's going to involve normal people doing cool stuff. It is. Oh, yeah, and I, big, big risk need. from me as well. Big that's risk. what we yeah. need. Yeah, it is. Good. I'm excited. Need... I'm gonna, if you promise not to tell oh, anyone. Oh, I don't, I don't um, breathe. Yeah, okay, cool. Then I'll tell you I after. I know a few. I've got a picture on my phone. Can I even say this? I don't know because you haven't said it yet. So how would I know what it is? I think I can say it, but I might need to unsay it. Okay. I've got Meghan Markle's nipples on my phone. Wow. I shouldn't have that photo. No? No. The actual ones? Yeah. All oh, right. Am I, I allowed to ask how you got them? Yeah, but I definitely wouldn't tell you. Okay. But my point is I have things that I definitely shouldn't have. Mm. So your secret's safe with me. Well, I believe in fair exchange. So, <laughs> TV show, <laughs> Mega Mar, send Marvel's me the picture. Nipples. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Quick fire round. Okay, Because go. time's nearly up. Yes, I'm going to have a yeah. drink of water because yeah, I'm yeah. going to take it seriously. Sure, absolutely. What, tell me Do what it. face to put on. Um, like just, serious? I would say... Statesman? Yeah, I like that one. Do you like... Okay, yeah, because I can't do that. I like that. I can't stick my nose up in the air. It's because like you, you haven't can. got a big All enough right. nose. Fine. So your, the vision for your career, you know, do you have a, an, a goal, an idea of where you want it to go? Or have you just been rolling along with it? No, now it's all about pushing hard between behind the people that I support politically. Yeah. So... Trump for 2020, yeah. keeping Boris, number 10. Right. Brexit happens, populists across Europe. And, the, and, and your plan to monetize that and look after your own No affairs. bloody clue. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Oh, maybe we need to talk then. Need to yeah, help I have you. no yeah. idea about how to monetize it. But I know that if you're on the side of good, good things will happen. Yeah, not necessarily financially good, though. No, no. but being homeless, there's, there's a TV show in that. Yeah, true. And... <laughs> Because there's plenty of good people doing good things and not making money because yeah. they don't know how to monetize it. No, and so. I used to make money and now I don't. But yeah. I know that I'm doing the right thing and it's exciting. But yes, I do need to yeah. work out how to monetize my life. All right. Maybe I could sell sex. Cool, maybe. And I'm definitely not responding to that. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to. Well, because if you put a figure on it, you've got it. No £2.50. Matter what, oh, no, no matter what figure you put on it, you're screwed. £4.50. No, no, much more than that. 20? Much more than that. 22. No. 22 on a dollar. No, you're well known. Full moon? People would go for the, oh, I screwed her because she's quid. famous. You've 50. got that card. 
You're more. thinking more. No, I'm thinking at least three figures. Three figures? You're in the three-figure territory. Shit me. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'm not going to be homeless anytime fast. No, no. Okay, so you put three figures on sex with me. Thank at you least, that, Which remember, you said you weren't going to do. At least. Okay, at least. Yeah, upwards so of, it's still vague, yeah. Upwards of, yeah. in estate agent terms. Yeah, exactly. POA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to your quick right. fire round. What's the, these are shit questions, these next two, but the answers are normally good. Good preface. So, yeah, so what's, the, for, uh... what's the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> uh, oh, so my mum always said... If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I have a variant on that, <laughs> yeah. which is, if you've got nothing nice to say, come and sit next to me. Right. Love it. <laughs> and Sister Bede, I went to, unsurprising, I went to an all-girls Catholic convent school. I was taught by actual nuns with actual things on. And I had my left hand tied behind my back because uh, Catholics aren't left-handed. Right, Bloody we're hell. only a few years yeah. apart. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. wasn't born in the fucking Stone Age. Yeah. Anywho, Sister Bede always said uh, she was a cow, and she said uh, nobody wants to be nice. And I took her at her word. Mm. So cheers, Sister Bede. Nice one. Uh-huh. She's responsible. Yeah. <laughs> Kept me in every lunchtime to make me write with my right hand, but I did take one bit of advice. Yeah. No one wants to be nice. Right. And then, and then the worst advice you've ever received. The second shit question. That's a shit question, isn't it? What is the worst advice? <laughs> Probably, don't settle, stick by your gun. <laughs> <laughs> so would you settle again? You, if no, it happened again, see, would you settle? Is, this is the thing. Settling. So, so I did a tweet that was wrong. I deleted it. I apologised for it, whatever. Mm. So that's me done. Yeah. But £5,000 is what the person wanted. But the £5,000 was going to a migrant charity. Now, I believe that's extortion mm. because I'm not just settling. But then I'm, there's 140, was it 150 grand it cost you? Seven, 650, right. close to 700. So that 000. money could go to, you could pay the five grand and then keep the 650 and then put that into all the charities and your kids and everything you want to do. There's got to be ego in that decision. There's got to be. Yeah, ego, I mean, yeah. yeah. And principle, yeah, like giving exactly. to migrant charities. Yeah, but you're giving five... five but I know, I can you're see giving the math. Five grand, I can yeah, see the right. math, believe but me, also, I'm the one without home. But also take the principle, all right, I'll, <laughs> would, you, would you give five grand to have 650 to give there? I'd give five grand to a charity I didn't believe in if I kept 650 grand I could put into a charity I do believe in. But what if, what if you really were passionate about the fact that migrants are fucking up our old people, they are screwing our schools, and you had to pay five grand just because you wrote a tweet that was wrong that you deleted that you apologised for? I, I'm just like, when people say, Katie, did you just say things for effect? I'm like, no, it cost me my home, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I don't know. Listen, I'm wrong. People say settle. That's the way the law is set up. I, I, but settle, way, I don't think I'm tough. saying, no, I don't think I'm saying settle because you could put me in a scenario in a business principle where I might have the same thing. I'm just saying retrospectively now, you can actually go, if I don't settle, it's going to cost me oh, a yeah. load oh, more. Yeah, it will. But then you can't really say live, yeah, I'd settle. No. Because then people will know you'll settle. So you, you'd have yeah. to lie. Well, then, then, then I, that's why I had to structurally move into an IVA. Uh, individual voluntary mm. arrangement because that's exactly what was yeah. happening. I had 10 incoming yeah. saying settle, settle, settle. Yeah. This one wants 20, this one yeah. wants 40. So and that, that's that where changes the law's the gone. Game. But that's the law now as well. Right. Like, crazy. Yeah. Anyway, questions, shit advice. Yeah, don't settle. But yeah. actually, I wouldn't settle because fuck them, take my home. Wow. Come on. What are you going to take now? 
I almost want to end the podcast on that. That was like a fantastic well ending. Good. But no, yeah, but we have, have to, one more question. Goodbye. One more question. So like, down the road. The, this is, I'm going to enjoy asking this question. I is ask, it about I my ask penis? Every, no, it's not, unfortunately, but we can talk about that after. I so, do keep, so it was you, sorry about this. Sorry. It was you I was going to look at when we were talking about moist bits. Oh. And it's really, and it's <laughs> really, it's really. Because really so pretty. Soft. I think it yeah. must be. Like he has great eyebrows. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you sort his I'm eyebrows? <laughs> You're his um, friend. This, this is the way I roll. This those is the way quite, I roll. Because I think those are quite bushy. Yeah, but people who like pretty like Kieran. People who like not so pretty. Rough. Yeah, they like you. They like me, yeah. I wouldn't say rough. I'm, I'm softer than rough. I used to have like, He takes an hour to do his hair. I, I mean, look at that. <laughs> but I can imagine the girls and boys that would love you. Yeah. 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 Um, He's yeah. got his demographic. He's got his demographic. Oh, he yeah. has. Yeah. No, he really has. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, but poor, I know what you're Karen. saying. Now, he's um, beautiful. He is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Great for me. <laughs> <laughs> this has worked out well. Right. I'm a beautiful person. Yes, I am. Anyway, no, that wasn't about me. That was about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. You're in dialogue mode. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. like, giving yeah. myself a compliment. <laughs> That'd be weird. Okay, question. So, the final question. Um, this podcast has the word disruptive in it, disruptive entrepreneur. Um, what does the word disruptive mean to you? And I was asked to speak when I was a radio person. Uh, there's a big radio conference and it was, uh, the, was it BBC? BBC organised it and I was asked to be the keynote, unheard of, and it was called Disruption. Mm. So that's why I was asked to be the keynote. Right. And of course, even to be in the building is madness for me because they hate me. Mm. But this one particular lady sort of got what I did. And so Disruption for me is about not being satisfied with going along with everything because it's easier. It's always easier to swim downstream. And of course, if you're one of the fish that wants to swim downstream because that's what you think, sure, go, go, go. It's always going to be harder to swim upstream, but it's totally worth the effort. So I believe, and I tell my kids every day, all the best people are mad. All the best people are weird. And the more weird and the mad you are and the, the more alone you find yourself, I believe you're probably heading in the right direction. And if you feel really alone and you need someone who's known for being a cow to back you up, then do always email me and I'll always be there. Mm. But yeah, swim upstream and you'll be all right. Mm. Thank you. So, Boy, where I was can quite people... serious there for a second. You were. God. And I just said, thank you. I know. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I like um, you've you. got... You've got a book and... I've got a book called Rude. Yeah. And it starts off, do you want to know the first phrase? Yes, please. I am not a twat. Right, so good start. Yeah, so and, I've already got a... <laughs> and what's the book about? It's about uh, all of the worst things I've ever done, all of the crappy situations I've found myself in, the biggest disasters, the time I slept with a guy who was a premature ejaculator, that's in there. It's all in there. Wow. It's very. There's a How lot did you about manage my to sleep with him? That's actually, there's a, a lot about of... my vagina. <laughs> so as long as you're all right with the word vagina, we need to work on your pitch. You're supposed to be pitching your book here. You would need oh, to work on your pitch. Yeah. So it says a lot about vaginas, right? And a lot about having labia as an older lady. I clap when I walk. <laughs> so rude is essentially I'm very, quite rude. I'm a very visual person. Me so, too. Yeah. Me too, babes. Yeah. Imagine that around your head. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, so the book, but actually, because it's kind of, and there is actually a serious chapter in there about my epilepsy where I did literally want to just end it because it was bloody awful. Mm. And turns out people buy rude if someone's going through a bit of a shit time yeah. and they think their life's a bit rubbish. 
or they think they've cocked up. They tend to buy Rude for mm. someone to say, look, it's all right. She's done a lot worse. Mm. So that's what Rude is. It's, yeah. it's quite funny. Yeah. I'll be getting it. I think I'm quite funny. Great. I think you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> and you And my Twitter yeah. handle, that's yes. what you're going to ask yes. me, isn't it? It's yes. capital K, capital T, Hopkins. Capital K, capital T, Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins all lowercase. Hopkins. K-T, Hopkins. H-O-P-K-I-N-S. Yeah. But people, you know, please watch out because obviously... I've got many, many uh, people who have kindly created accounts uh, mm. similar to mine. And so I have a Twitter account for my nose, for example. I, that's not mine, but someone does run an account called Katie Hopkins's nose. So because it's large enough to have its own account. That's true facts. That's pretty impressive. People are like, I follow you. And Maybe then they show me and I'm like, you don't, you follow my nose. <laughs> and that's someone else. Maybe we should have one for my penis. Let's get a penis account. And Rob, then Rob I Moore's will, penis. Let's get a penis. And then on a daily basis, I'll say, I like your penis. And you could say, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Katie. Should we end on your penis? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was really fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, we did good. We did yeah. good compliment. Then yeah. it was good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, always. And I, I am genuinely, um, I am grateful to all of you for uh, making this happen in terms sure. of um, not caving into people that said to not do it. No, well, I think I, it's really, no, I think it really matters. Yeah, I mean, I ask my community because I value their opinion. And, and I that's always, good. And I learn something from them. And actually more people will listen because of it. Yeah. I was pretty set I was doing this and I didn't want, I didn't say I'm definitely doing it because I wanted to, them to feel like I listened. I learned a lot, um, but no, I am, I think this has been brilliant. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I did quite good. I did that. I didn't yeah. do my normal. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it would be great. But um, I think, you know, the more that we have excitement about people feeling good about themselves, which is what I guess we're all trying to do mm. somewhere, you know, I want people to feel more confident about themselves. Yeah. For whatever, if it's for hating me or loving me or whatever, I just want them to feel better. Yeah. And young kids to feel stronger. Mm. You know, I think that's where we come in. Yeah. You're giving people confidence to feel that they're doing all right mm. properly. Yeah. That's, I think it matters. Mm. It's quite dark out there otherwise. Yeah. Well, it's very nice to meet Brilliant. you. Brilliant. You too. Nice Thanks to a lot. You. It's nice to yes. see you. Yeah. You're very beautiful. Thank you. Not that you're not. <laughs>